Hello and welcome back to Tells. Mexico style. I was going to say Mexico edition. Nice. Volume 2, 2.5, maybe. What? This was 0.5 when I, it was just me here. We did one that was 0.5. Then we did one that was both of us. So that was 1.25. And now there's <laughs> another one that says 2.5 edition style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Here we are together in Mexico again. Another week. Another week in mm -hmm. Mexico. Except you have a flight home now booked. Nothing like a hurricane to help you make decisions faster. Yes. We survived a hurricane, and then Boosie booked a flight home. But it's not like it's immediate. When is your flight out of here? My flight is on August 29th, which is Saturday. Okay, and today is Saturday, so you got one week left. One week left. One week to achieve your Mexican dreams. Go to the beach every day. That's my goal for next week, to go to the beach every single day. It's a good goal. Of good, the week. Good, good, uh, good, good way of life, I would say. I ran to the beach yesterday, so post-storm, you can imagine, temperatures are just right. Mm -hmm. It's not too hot, because the storm came and took all that heat away with it, right? Okay, but and um, skies are clear. But the beach was still technically closed, was it not? So yeah, broke, but I broke the rules. Kind of. Why? Unbelievable! You go to another country, you can't even follow the rules of the <laughs> of the land. Uh, I asked the nice man, and he said it's closed. But if you want to go, I'll let you go. So mm. of course I'm going to go. Well, that was nice. I wonder if I had asked, he'd been like, "It's closed." Yeah, he would have so said, "Bye." Right. Um, okay, well that's cool. All right, so beach every day. That sounds good. Any other uh, plans for your Mexican time? Time in Mexico. Mm. Win a bracelet. Win a bracelet on GG Poker. Okay. And uh, so, so you want me to make your poker account, or us make your poker account? Yes. And you're gonna fire at something. Right. Okay. I don't know if I should be firing at tournaments or. Cash games. Tournaments for sure. Um, I did get a message today from WSOP, like I told you a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. to let me know that I haven't logged into my WSOP account for nine months. Mm -hmm. And then the email says, and Boosie. So they use your name at the beginning and in the middle. Okay. If you don't sign in by November 20th, 2020, we'll be forced to charge you a four ninety nine fee until your balance is zero. I was like, what is this, a gift card? Huh? <laughs> Inactivity fee? I mean, I don't really understand because what work does it take to... To keep my account open? Yeah, if your account sits dormant. Yeah, like what is it? What what do, work does it require on their end? Well, maybe you have a coveted screen name that somebody else wants. It's definitely not that. Okay, well, I don't know what it is. But can we talk about this hurricane experience? Yeah, let's talk about that. So on Monday... I looked at the weather and clear skies, right? It was yeah. Monday. All right. And I was like, I'm going to the beach today. And I made sure once I left my computer for the day, headed to the beach. I got to the beach. Ocean looked kind of angry, mm -hmm. meaning large waves, mm -hmm. much larger. I mean, when the tide comes in, the waves are usually larger, right? Sure. Um, I came home, told the boys... The ocean is angry. A storm is brewing. Um, and then I wake up on Tuesday 
open my computer, log on to Twitter for some godforsaken reason, see Andrew's tweet that says, oh, I just checked the weather report and Hurricane Genevieve has been downgraded from a category four to a category three. I was like, uh, I just thought it was a little bit of rain. What is this hurricane? I was not expecting that we were going to have a hurricane. I just thought a little bit of rain, two days of rain. It's a tropical climate. You can expect rain. Had we not mentioned the hurricane prior to that? No, nobody had said anything about a hurricane. Are you sure? Yes. And you didn't see anything on social media about a hurricane coming? No. Hmm. I don't have any friends in Mexico. So that was the moment you realized there was an actual hurricane headed right for us. Yeah. And so I thought, "Mm, how bad could it be? Can't be that bad. Mm -hmm. Until it started to rain. And... It was almost like the rain was as powerful as if there was hail, but there was no hail. Okay. And then the lights went out. Oh, no. So everyone was sitting at their computer doing what they're doing. And then the lights went out. After I said, as long as the lights don't go out, nothing wrong with a little bit of rain. Um, The lights go out. And Andrew was doing laundry. And I went to switch the laundry for you. And there was water on the floor. And I was like, um, anybody know what this is from? Right. To discover that water was coming through uh, the bottom of the back door. So behind the kitchen. And it proceeded to rain for the entire of Tuesday, right? Yep. 1 a.m. Sure peaked, did. peaked rain. It felt like there was somebody... Hitting the glass sliding door here mm-hmm. with a stick. Yeah. Uh, Intense winds. Yeah. I barely um, slept that Furniture night. getting tossed around on the roof. There's like a, the jacuzzi is on the roof and there's like, you know, furniture up there as well. So that was getting uh, tossed around so much that some of it got blown off of the roof down yeah. to the ground floor, ground right. level. Right. Uh, Part of a chase landed on the ground level as well as the jacuzzi cover. Yeah, so I guess that was like the extent of the damage, but there was like decent amount of water coming in. Um, but we have enough towels to where we were able to generally stay on top of it for the most part. Uh, slightly annoying. Could have definitely been much worse. Yeah, it could have been much, much worse, right? But no internet. Did that bother you? Uh, sort of. I mean, because you want to sort of like keep on top of the situation of the storm itself um, to know like at what point is the storm supposed to be past us or, you know, like when's the peak, when can we look for things to start calming down? Um, Also, I mean, I know like back home, you would probably be able to like check like the electricity company site for updates on like the power outage situation. Mm. I don't know if you can really do that here. You know, I don't know if they really post such things, but uh, it's nice to like try and check and see what's happening around. But I don't but know if you, there's really that much information to be found anyway. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. I guess so. I mean, it's not going to make it come back, come back any faster. But, you know, you're just like literally in the dark. So just go to bed earlier, which is what I did. Right. And during the day I had a book. Huh? Not one, but two books. So overall, first hurricane experience. Kind of worrisome in the moment at peak hours, but overall fine yeah and what is the moral of the story i don't know what 
bring a book. Oh, okay. Bring a book. Because if you don't have your cell phone, mm -hmm. no internet, at least you've got something to read, yeah. something to write in. I don't know how you just travel without a book. Why didn't we just make love the entire time? We could have done that. Yeah, we but could've. you were busy um doing nothing? No, you were mopping up the floor. You were putting towels in all the That's true. windows mm -hmm. and doorways yes. to try and keep the water out, which Fair I enough. didn't think it was that serious. I'm just but... asking the hard-hitting questions here. <laughs> no pun intended. It's getting weird. <laughs> it is. But there's also another thing. Uh, I think it's very uh, good to be in a hurricane or in a natural disaster situation with a poker player. You were pretty calm the entire yeah. time. Mm. Not scared at all. You said your level of fear was what? Six? Uh, six and a half, yeah. Six and Something a half. Something like that. Yeah. Having been through some, you know, who knows how many big storms in, in Michigan. But, uh, eh. I mean, I guess when we saw that it was going to be downgraded to a category one eventually, you know, as it was like starting to get past us or, you know, like officially on us or whatever. And it was down to a category one. So not a big deal, I guess, at the end of the day. So it was just a non-starter for you. Just like, meh, move on. Well, uh, we don't want to miss too many tournament days, too many WSOP days. If like the electricity could have taken several days to come back. Turns out that didn't happen. Only right. It took like 28 hours or something. I think it was like 24 hours. But okay, okay, it was 24 hours, whatever. So, yeah, it was only like one day um, out of, you know, eight weeks or whatever that we're here. But, but it, yeah, it was like two working days. Yeah. You know, because it was right when you guys started playing poker. You were in an $800 PLO. Yeah, it was like $1,000 worth of tournaments that basically got dusted off because... I got disconnected and electricity went out and couldn't do anything about it. What was your tilt level at that point? Uh, not really worried about it, you know, just more worried about the strength of the storm and what damage will be done to our little Mexican community here that we live in now. <laughs> we live here now, by yes, the way. we live here now. So anyway, all is well. Hello from Mexico. Still alive. Alive and well. It's, it's sunny now. It's perfectly sunny. Yeah, beautiful it's beautiful again. outside. So not any real damage or anything. Um, we saw like some down branches and stuff and maybe a fence that got whacked by a branch or some wind, but uh, no structural damage or anything like that. Yeah. And we were still fed. We managed to turn on the gas stove. Yeah. We didn't cook eat, a meal. We didn't even eat all the candy or drink all the beer. So that's that. Yeah. And now we're here. Now we're here. We just wrapped up a Saturday morning stream. Yeah. I'm a streamer now, guys. If you haven't seen... I am a streamer. Mm -hmm. I don't do anything. Like I don't play poker. I don't do makeup. Um, I'm just a, I commentate on Andrew's stream. You're, you're a professional guest on a stream, <laughs> on streams. A professional guest. Yeah. You're my co-host. Okay. Uh, it was really fun. It's fun to co-host a stream that I don't have to take any decision or make any decisions mm -hmm. on. And it's nice because I know enough about poker to have it be interesting. Right. If I didn't know anything about poker, I think it would be pretty sad. Yeah. If you didn't know like what beats what. Yeah. Or like what a flop is. <laughs> well, you could teach me. I think that would be also cool. Sure. If you taught me the ways of the stream. Well, maybe you'll just start your own stream because we have that second YouTube channel and we're going to make you an account on GG Poker, plop you into some tournaments, maybe fire up the stream. 
Maybe not. Could be fun. Could be daunting. You're yeah, have to play I, poker and read the comments. But I can be a co-host on your stream, so I can help. So you can read the comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stream today didn't go as I would have liked. How so? Uh, well, I wanted to run deep, you know. Yeah. In in, in the stream that I'm co-hosting. Right. And so it was a little bit disappointing. I won't lie. I don't know. I feel slightly bad because we did this last week too, right? What do you mean? Where I was a co-host on your stream. And it didn't go great. And it didn't go great. And so I always wonder, oh, is this distracting? I mean, because it's distracting enough to have the comments Mm -hmm. when you're streaming. But now you have an additional distraction. I would say that you're less distracting than me worrying about how I'm playing on the stream and interacting with the people on the stream. I think like I, I definitely play worse when I'm streaming. So... I think my play is going to be diminished and it makes it a little bit somewhat tougher to go deep in a tournament when I'm streaming it. But you're still just going to have to run good in these tournament things. And you're going to have to like play a lot of them. So we only played like, I mean, I guess we played a couple of those other ones, but we late regged and uh, didn't really have that many big blinds when we got into it. So we played like four tournaments, I guess. We, we played the big 50, two bullets, and we played a $20 and a $200 event. Mm-hmm. And we got in late to those other ones. So, I mean, technically we played four tournaments. The second bullet in the 50, we only had like 12 big blinds or something to start. Right. So, I mean, you got to like play a lot of tournaments. I feel like Lex Feldhaus will probably play, I would guess, like at least four tournaments like from the start of the tournaments. So that he has like a full stack in all of those. And so he has like a proper broadcast Every day. Mm, I see. I mean, I would, I would imagine he plays more events, more than that. Yeah, so, but I mean, he also doesn't have his girlfriend on the stream, you know? So it's really fun for me. Mm-hmm. But does the fun factor outweigh like the... Trying to do well in tournaments. Right. Yeah, I don't, th- I, don't think it's, I don't think it's that much of a hindrance, if at all. I think it's more of a benefit that you're there. Because I think it adds for like variety rather than just people staring at me and asking me all the questions. It's like more people that, that the, the audience can interact with. I think that's probably good. There's like, you know, more perspective. There's like different perspectives that people can get, gather from. So I think it's, I think it's a net positive. Yeah, but I really want you to go deep in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, we so have I to just play more. Sweat that we, have, too. we have to do it more often. Like just doing it once or twice and hoping that like really good things happen seems pretty unrealistic. No, that's not how it works. It's so hard to go deep in a tournament that if you only try like a couple times, the chances of it happening is just so low. Okay, so we 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 live in Mexico now because we are going to go deep in a tournament, co-streaming it, and win. Well, why don't you want to do it when we're back home? You said because you have your own life. Yeah, I mean, here my life is moving at a different pace. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not like 15 things that I want to do or go and see a friend or go on a hike. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm just m- more present yeah. here. Well, maybe it's just it's just prioritizing it. I mean, if you don't, you just got to make time for the things that you want. I also think that sometimes you at home you stream for like four or five hours. Yeah, and that's like a long time. <laughs> but you just said you want to go deep, and that's going to be a long time. Oh, okay. Well, let me go think about this before <laughs> I. <laughs> I think we should try it at home and see how it is, and see if you like it. See if it's fun. Problem is like. 
I mean, the GG Poker software instantly makes it a little bit more fun compared to the WSOP software. Yeah, there's no... Emotes. Right. Or even arguing about whether we want the squeeze or not squeeze, which is like this feature that reveals the cards really slowly. It's called the squeeze. Yep. And there's none of that on WSOP. I know. They just want to charge me (laughs) $4.99 for inactivity fees. Tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah. We don't necessarily have to just stick to the WSOP software, though. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I just, I don't like to feel bad about the result. And I know it's like short-term result. Yeah, but, but you just... kind of like, you got to like not feel bad about it. That's the other thing. Because tournaments, you're going to feel bad 80% of the time. I know, but then, you know, somebody was like, well, never stream with wives or girlfriends. And I was just like, oh, yeah, maybe. Well, He's right. the other thing is, when you're streaming to a thousand people, what are the chances that there's going to be zero idiots in there. Well, yeah, of course not. But I'm just saying, you know, like, it's not... Distraction is a reality. So maybe he is he is onto something. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm saying, oh, he's just an idiot. I'm saying, yeah, I mean... No, he's an idiot. <laughs> are you more distracted because there's me to talk to, the audience to talk to, and play to there tournaments. Was a, there's this hockey analyst uh, broadcaster that literally just the other day said something on air of the sort. And now there's like a lot of backlash where this probably warranted because it was, so there's this, uh, at the, in the NHL, the hockey, professional hockey league, there's what's called the bubble. So it's like quarantine, like all the teams and trainers and coaches are there. Oh, so it is actually happening because yeah. I remember there was talk about it happening. So no, uh, no, no family wives. can come in and out, no wives, girlfriends. And so right. somebody, one of the broadcasters said, there's not even any uh, wives or girlfriends to distract the players. So like people are saying, well, what, what are so people, so the, the ladies, the females, all they are is just a distraction. They're never like a benefit you know, to the, <laughs> the players' lives. They just take away from their uh, professionalism. And so there's like, you know, a lot of backlash as a result of that comment. As well as I'm sure he's like said some other things in the past that were kind of like not not on point. (laughs) (laughs) So not a a first time offender. I mean, I assume what the guy in the chat is saying is that if if you have anybody there, not necessarily like a female. Yeah, no. Brad sitting there, it might distract me as well. Right. I'm just saying like the... um, the amounts of things you have to concentrate on. It's not like me per se, even though... I don't know, you're really because, pretty. So for me, it's really fun. You have really nice hair <laughs> and smile and skin. Okay, so I think I'll, that ends our streaming journey nah. since it's distracting. You just have to play volume, you know? If you want good things to happen in tournament life, you got to get the volume in. You can't just like play a couple tournaments and expect run good, run deep runs. Okay. Volume is the name of the game. Volume. In all of poker, really. Volume is the name of the game. So there's a monk called Tiknak Han. Okay. And I read his book this week, and it's called How to Love. Okay. And it's like a short read. You know, it's like thoughts mm-hmm. more than like a prescription of a you must do X, Y, and Z to love. But I wanted to ask you, because this has been on the back of my mind for quite some time. Uh, what do you what do you think? Like barring acts of service, right? Because a lot of times we think that 
showing somebody that you love them by how you, what you do for them. Sure. Is love. All right. What do you think is, is that, I mean, obviously there's, I think there's a lot of ways you can show love. Yeah. But for you, is there like a, a one idea or concept that you say, this is love? Kiss your cheeks. Ah. <laughs> Kissing my cheeks is love. He says that love is understanding. All right. So understanding is the basis of all love. And that was really profound to me because it's not just about me or because from that idea that it's understanding, then it's understanding how you accept love. Okay. It's understanding what you view as love so that I can translate that. But also understanding you. What is love? How how do you define that? I mean, I think you don't, you want to just say, oh, it's kissing you on the cheek. But to me, it's important to have a deeper conversation about this. Is it? Yeah. Why? Right. So I read years ago that usually we ask the wrong question and questions help us get to the thing things that we want, right? So if you ask an empowering question, like instead of asking why me, mm-hmm. you ask, like if something bad happens to you, mm-hmm. instead of asking why me, and a more empowering question would be, what can I learn from this? Or how did I get here? All right. Right? So knowing the definition of a thing can then lead you to knowing how to do the thing. For example, what is meditation was the question that this was all stemmed from. And it said, paying undistractable attention to reality. So once you know that, what do you do in order to do that, right? You could sit, you could walk, then meditation is not just this one narrowly defined thing. All right. So that's why I'm asking, what is love? Because I think if we understand what love is, Mm -hmm. then we can love better. Okay. So what is love? I don't know. (laughs) So why were you so in a rush for me to get to the point when you're just going to answer with, I don't know? (laughs) Do I need to know? I just said that, <laughs> I mean, I I think if we know what it is, okay. then we can do um, the thing better. I think it's like a deep caring for the other person and their well-being and wanting the things that they want for themselves. So it's understanding. So you're like a Well, Buddhist. yeah, you have to understand them first. You already know these things. What do you mean? Thich Han says the basis of love is understanding. Uh, probably. I mean, I'm going to have to understand. Well, I don't know, because I don't know if, I don't know if I have to understand the things that you want. I just want those things to come to fruition. For me. Yeah. Okay. And want you to like do well for yourself and feel safe and feel loved, I guess. And like genuinely wanting those things. So it's a genuine desire for my well-being. It's a genuine desire for you to become rich. Okay. 
All right. Um, I'll take and it. Yes, your well being. So if you don't have a genuine desire for somebody's well being, you don't love them? Probably not. No. Seems hard to have both. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably also like wanting to grow together. Um, wanting that person to uh, experience uh, good things, good benefits from your own growth and accomplishments and stuff moving forward together, I think, is part of it, possibly. But I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends because, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, they don't necessarily have to be a part of your life, like, to such a degree. But if you're talking about, like, the like the, our kind of, like, partnership and love and stuff. Eros love. What is that? Eros is, like, the sexual love oh, between. Okay. Yeah, that kind. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. This is weird. Why is it weird? I don't know. This podcast is about poker and love. Yeah. But so I think we should have a working definition of what love is. Should you? Should you though? Is there? No, such a we thing? don't. We shouldn't should all over ourselves, but I think. Should it, all over ourselves? Should all over ourselves. Hmm. Um, I mean, it could be different for different people. So, like, you're just trying to find out what ours is for yeah. our own benefit. Right. So okay. we can love each other better. Yeah. Well, I think it's genuinely wanting you to do the things that you want accomplish what you want be who you want feel the way you want to feel but what if i being invested in that what if i don't want anything like like a buddhist no but no so you said your des your desire for me is to be rich right so mm -hmm. once i reach so once you're that, rich i'll stop loving you right <laughs> <laughs> that's nah. exactly what i'm asking so Wrong. what is love when i love you a lot more <laughs> What is love when I, I don't you, need anything? I want you to happily spend it. <laughs> I want you to be happy in the way that you spend that money. Okay. Or roll around on the bed on that money or whatever it is you want to do with that money. <laughs> so we'll just shift into that form of ach achievement. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So don't worry about that. Don't worry. Don't think that I won't, I'll stop loving you once you get rich. You'll just find new ways of loving me exactly. once I'm rich. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that that is true love right there. So shall, so we, too. shall we ask the listeners of the podcast? They're not going to reply. You know why? Why? Because it's very like esoteric and out there and difficult. Well, you're wrong. And oh, they're yeah? going to prove you wrong. Okay. How Do are they going to prove me wrong? Because now they can text me. Great. They can text you. They can text me. Shoot Boosie a text. Or. Or. You can leave me a voice message. Great. Because you know what? What? We have a telephone number we now. Do. Wow, that's amazing. We've come a long way. So since emails create a barrier to communication, yeah. um, we set up a telephone number. You can text us while you're listening to this. The, the podcast will keep playing in your podcast app while you switch over to the phone app. Right. Text the number, which is? The number is 702-690-9299. Great. And I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. Put you the know? Number, put the number in the show notes. Yeah, because I want those text messages and telephone calls. I hope to uh, receive some as well. If you don't feel like replying to Boosie's question, <laughs> send me... <laughs> A no poker question. A different reply or message or voicemail 
with what you think Bitcoin will be priced at one year from now. Okay. So you have two choices, two options. What is love? What love is to you. B, what the price of Bitcoin will be one year from today. 702-690-9299. How about this? Wait. Okay. And if you leave us a voice message, we might play it on the podcast unless you explicitly say, don't play this message. How about how about this? If you go with Boosie's question, mm. you can also go with my question. You could do both. If you don't want to go with Boosie's question, you can just go with my question. Should we do a giveaway? Sure. To celebrate our phone number? Sure. Whoever is closest, this is going to take a year to do this giveaway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when you send your Bitcoin price, do it in three decimals. So like, I think it's going to be, uh, say, say, I think it's going to be 15,000.019. So $15,019? No, no, 15,000.019. So whoever's closest will win. um, Yeah, what are they going to win? $100 worth of Bitcoin. $100 worth of Bitcoin in one year. From now. You better put that in your, (laughs) God, what is it called? Calendar? Okay. I mean, I wouldn't enter a giveaway from a year from now. I I got a better idea. Okay. Send two numbers. One, what you think the price will be in one year. And two, what you think the price will be in one week from now, which is Saturday the 29th. And include three decimal points, and whoever's closest to that number will win a hundred dollars. So, so next you week you be, can win a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. So if you think it's going to be eleven thousand seven hundred forty-two point zero one nine, send that number. Whoever's closest, hundred bucks in Bitcoin. Okay, you heard it here first. Great. Um. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think that's all we have time for. Is it? What else do you want to talk about, Mimi? Um, we went on a fun date last night, but that's kind of boring. I don't think there's anything that really interesting happened that the people would really want to hear about. Maybe they want to go when they come to Cabo. Yeah, we went to a place called Acre, which, Acre. which we thought was called Acre because I, it's spelled like Acre. Remember? A-C-R-E. I said I don't believe it's actually Acre. Yeah, beautiful restaurant. Um, there's Hotel. A, there's a peacock walking around, an actual one. Maybe a little bit annoying because they want food, but beautiful to look at. Um, a Mezcal lounge if you want to spend some time in that. And uh, good food, good drinks. Delicious. So that was cool. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. We're going we're gonna to get Boosie in front of uh, some tournaments. Watch her win something. That would be awesome to see. Maybe she'll stream on our YouTube channel that's called Andrew and Boosie. You can subscribe to that if you want. Maybe she'll go live. That'd be great. Maybe not. We'll I see. Don't, I she don't looks, think so. She looks nervous. So anyway, send us a text. You got the phone number. It's in the show notes. Send us a voicemail if you want. And uh, that's about if it. If you still like to write emails, I will still read them. Hello at tellspodcast.com. Great. So now there's no excuse not to write to me because <laughs> there's so many All right. ways. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We love you. All right. Bye. Bye.